Welcome to the Fruit Faced Podcast. Welcome. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Huh? We're missing John today. Yeah. It seems like we're missing somebody. Somebody's gone. Most all the of time. these weeks, yeah. except yeah. David. Good old David. He's here every week. Thank you, David. What did you guys talk about last week? What did we talk about? Last he didn't week, bring David? my name laziness. Up. Yeah. My oh, laziness. Oh, there. <laughs> there you go. Not Bruce's laziness. No, no David. No, okay. How Bruce, could you talk about your laziness? Bruce, you would yeah. be the one person we would never talk about. As we lazy. really could talk about the rest of the three of us at any given time, but but never you, Not Bruce. You. Oh, Jesus. What's the opposite of lazy? Because that's what you are. Oh, my goodness. And John's in Florida today. Yes, he is. Yeah, holding yes, forth is. with the. Uh, Association of uh, Meeting and Convention Planners. It's called Sitting by the Pool. Uh, Yeah, there you go. That's where the meeting is. You've seen his Facebook posts. (laughs) Working hard. Poor John. I hate when he has to go on those assignments. (laughs) Well, I tell you, uh, you were talking about laziness last week. This week, we want to talk about a little bit the next generation because the question that uh, in our Grace Fears series... Uh, that someone has asked is, or this is their objection, their fear, is that my children would just take advantage of everything if I let us, as a family, live by grace. Mm-hmm. My children would just take advantage of everything if I let us live by grace. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what is behind that question? Well, that fear. I, part of it is, I, I, I hear the Judaizers <laughs> Over in the corner. Yeah. We keep them when, here when, in when, the corner. When he yeah. was, Did they when, have families too? Exactly. Okay. When Paul was writing. Hey, guys. Because <laughs> that was their constant fear. Somehow grace is going to allow us to take advantage of God. Somehow it's going to allow us to take advantage of God. And, and to me it's like, hey, you don't understand you, you don't understand God, you don't understand grace, you don't understand sin. But that's the fear. The same question. Yeah, it's just it's just a different application. Different application. Different it's, key yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, I as a parent, now, what about my kids? Are they going to take advantage? And you just go, and and what would how would they do that? What 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 is it you're afraid of? And and to me, it's like back up a hundred feet and say, wait a minute, grace never, ever, ever allows us to take advantage. What it does is it gives us new hope, new life, new opportunity, and really possibilities we never had before. That's really what it does. But if we're afraid of it because somehow we attach it to the behavior of sin and Mm -hmm. not to the significance of the person, that's when that comes in. The significance of the person. As a parent, my primary responsibility is to not get my children to behave. That is not my primary responsibility. My primary responsibility is to, in fact, do everything I know how to do under God's grace to mature them into the person God has designed them to be. And so, when they're young, now David's got three young children. When they're young, uh, what is the difference between David trying to get them to behave and him trying to mature them? Both require lots of yelling, just <laughs> screaming. And, I mean, no. No, no, not that. Well, it's interesting. I love that question, and I love it for David. David has three beautiful children, but they're not perfect, are they? <laughs> nope. No, no, that would not be the – we would not We would not say that. But Cute, but not Cute, animated. Ooh. Animated, oh, opinionated. And, and really – 
creative yeah. and angry <laughs> and, and full of sin. Little lovers. Little, 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 little dinkins. Yeah. Now, it, to me, the, the question raised for David as a young father is, wait a minute. My children, if I were David, need to somehow in this process learn to trust me so that I can help them in that trust to love them, teach them truth, give them guidance. And oh, by the way, I'm always going to be concerned about their behavior. But the reason I'm concerned about their behavior is not because of its impact on me, but because of its impact on them. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the key. What is their behavior doing to them? Mm-hmm. And, and, and David, when that Rory's behavior is outside of what is true to her person, boy, then, David, you're all over that. You're all over that because you know that that's going to trigger her shame. That's going to trigger her distort, And she's going to have a distorted view of her. Yeah. She is. And it's the same for me is when I realize my behavior is outside of who Christ has made me. Yeah. And, and I can introspect on that or other people are talking to me. Then at a age-appropriate level, I share those stories with her. So she understands that I, I too, you. need... Um, to understand who I am and that that can get all off kilter. And so there's an unbelievable amount of intentionality Uh. inside of grace in my own life, in sharing, and then also in the teaching the lessons of grace are incredibly intentional, but they're uh, they're not full of control and they're not full of angst. I don't need to make sure that they understand grace in this moment so that their behavior changes. I see behavior... It makes me think, and then I look for the time when I can share this this thought or this thing that will benefit them or this thing that's, you know, keeping them from who they are. And sometimes she wants nothing to do with it. Exactly. And do I push sometimes? Yeah. Do sometimes I realize, okay, this is not the time. And I think God's given me quite a bit of time to find other ways to ask if she trusts me to see if there's something else that's bothering her. So it gives you this whole different perspective on the time that you have. And, oh, gosh, am I wanting to fix her right now because I'm ashamed? Or is this an opportunity to say, okay, I see what's going on. I've been there. Let's find a time to talk about that. Mm. Yeah. Wow, David, you have responded very, very well. Two things you've said that I think, Bruce, we need to talk about for a minute. The intentionality. Uh Uh-huh of David's purpose and the time that it takes to do it. Yeah. See, one of the things that happens when people are so concerned about their child's behavior, they want to correct it immediately because they don't have the time. Right. They don't want to take the time. They don't want to they don't want to get into the lesson of life the child needs to learn. Yeah. And so it's it's all of this um psychology and theology of sin management that promises your child in one day will become behaving. That's that's just a quick response need for the parent. But David, you're doing something. You repeated it several times. You're being very intentional. You're looking for the time. You're doing it. Sometimes you're not doing it perfectly, thank you. But you're doing it. Now, Rory immediately, she's five. Mm-hmm. At five, she can't immediately weigh the benefit. She just can't do it. But in your maturity, you know the benefit over the long term for that child's well-being. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're talking about. It's that's it's, right. it's a process of intentionality, and and so we can say very very strongly this morning, grace is not a quick fix to behavior. That's it. We can say that prof- perfectly strong as I can say it. Strong as I can say it, it is not. And if that's what you're looking for, you won't find it in grace. That's it. Love is uh, the great expression of grace. Amen. And love will always take intentionality and time. Amen. It is an effort to care for children who are uh, learning who they are, learning to grow up. And David uh, and Bill, your, your comments, um, just now I switched a scripture that I was thinking about because your comments remind me of uh, some verses that are found in one of the great uh, grace chapters or great grace epistles of the new testament which is ephesians for by grace you've been saved yeah. uh, through faith it's not from yourselves it's a gift mm-hmm. and you just get a few verses later and you and you hear these words where it says uh, fathers um, do not exasperate your children <laughs> instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the lord amen well that there's a lot of training. There's a lot of instruction to, to be doing Amen. so that they can mature into who they are. And fathers, the more mature that we can be as parents, the more we will be focused on them because love always focuses on that other person Amen. instead Amen. of on our own issues mm-hmm. of making sure our kids behave and that they're known as kids that are well-behaved and in public they don't embarrass us. No, that's all about us. Amen. This is about them bringing them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. I, I, it's probably a bad application, but it keeps coming back to my mind, that verse of consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials on my behalf. You know, the, I think everyone always thinks of that as when from non-Christians. I think that there's some application here of consider it all joy when you, for the sake of maturing someone else, encounter the trial of rejection, encounter the trial of frustration, encounter the trial of... Uh, various pain for the benefit of loving someone toward experiencing Christ's goodness. Amen. And that could Amen. be in your children. Amen, David. So Good I will, for you. I'll, I'll go after that pain, and I, I do consider it joy in those moments when I even am rejected by my child that they don't care what I have to say. I sometimes get this peace in my heart of, you're doing it well. It doesn't matter that it's not going well. You are loving your Amen. child, and this will go well for you one Amen. day. They will trust Amen. you one day. They may not ever change this behavior. They'll trust you one day. I get that from time to time. It's neat. That's right. It's uh, such, a, such a privilege, such a stewardship to have uh, children. And when we're in the middle of, of <laughs> all, all the battles <laughs> with the kiddos, uh, sometimes we forget that this grace gets to extend to them day after day after day through us so that they can grow up to become who God always had made them to be intended them to be. Amen, It's a wonderful, wonderful stewardship. Oh, my gosh. Amen and amen. So so what, what are we really, what's our summation? Hey, like with us, maturing is a process. That's it. And, and if we as a parent are not willing to accept that responsibility, then what we're going to do is we're going to hurt our children in our desire for their behavior to be better. Good summation. Yeah, And that would probably be worse than our kids taking advantage of us a couple times. Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely.
Well, we'll see you next week for podcast at True Faced. Amen.